This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused. And they're... Whoa, whoa, we're, go- whoa. we're gone for two weeks, Lavelle, and they've already begun booing us. Why are um, they booing us? We missed two weeks, I guess. They, they really didn't like that we had midterms well i had midterms and you start a job and then i went on spring break i i don't think they enjoyed that so they've been missing out on the content i think i think that's what it is but nothing was happening much those two weeks it all started this week so that's true but we did have the combine last week yeah the combine a couple weeks ago so that was a big deal i mean obviously it's not the most relevant anymore everybody basically knows what happened there um a lot of fast dudes a lot, lot of fast dudes. I mean, that's year. the best way to sum up this combine. Yeah, they're all fast. Their unofficial times were a lot faster than official times, but way off. They were way off, but it was they looked crazy how fast. There's like people are still gonna look at the unofficial times, like because yeah, I what, mean, one guy broke the record. Lord, they were speeding. One guy broke the record from Baylor. I don't know his name, but he broke the record unofficially four point two one. And then they put his time as like four point two eight, and I'm like, that's yeah, still points fast. added point seven to it. Like, come yeah. on, guys. Point oh seven, point oh. Yeah, it was good. It was a good combine though. Not gonna lie, I lost my headphones there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what is this? I doing? had no idea what was going on. <laughs> so I have no idea what you just said, Lavelle. Uh, I, I got I got one pair of headphones caught in the wheel of the chair. I've been oh trying God. to fix it while we've been talking, and I just pl- pulled it out of the machine. And so I'm on the backup headphones. Oh and I, I just got to be careful not to roll my chair too much anymore. So yeah. playing it, it safe, playing it safe, folks. It was a good combine. A lot of yeah. good dudes in the draft. I feel like a lot of – this is a good draft class. Great draft class. Not as much QBs. No, 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 no. Not as much QBs as wide receivers, defensive linemen like that, but – Oh yeah, defense huge in this huge draft. Huge defensive draft right here. It's gonna be crazy. Like, yeah, unbelievable. It's gonna be great. I can't. I can't wait. Yeah. I I think this might have been the first year I didn't get to really watch the combine mm-hmm. in a long time, which is really crazy. But yeah, I mean I it happens. It People much. get busy, but I didn't watch that much either. I was I was busy. I know. So did I. I was like. Gosh, I really, I really didn't get to watch the I combine. I could watch at it at work, but I kind of forgot about it. And then by the time you're I got working, home, yeah, by the time I got home, it was, it was done. Yeah, I mean that's just how it, it happens. Yeah, though. they only show replays by then. So yeah, and basically after you see the replays, you've seen basically everything. It's like, oh well, okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that means we should get into kind of the main news that's been going on, the kind of the biggest yep. football news right now. Uh, fan-controlled football starts in a couple months. I mean, that's oh. huge. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think anything else has really been going on. I mean, that's kind of been the big thing. They're yeah. going to season two. They've doubled the amount of teams they have. They're getting a brand-new facility. I mean, that's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's kind of the big thing right now, though. Yeah, they have more owners now. It's kind of going to be probably more money. It's going to be hey, – this league is going to become serious next two, three years. Everyone's going to try to be a fan control football. Then they're going to be coming from the NFL. Yeah. It, might, it might be the new wave, like new wave of I mean, people going. I mean, half the teams are owned by NFTs at this point, too, yeah. for some reason. So that's a weird thing that's happening. 
Um, but also, one thing that I will say, this is a really long bit that we're doing, um, but one thing I will say, for the broadcast of these, obviously, if you don't know what fan-controlled football is, obviously the fans control the football, so yeah. they call the plays for the teams. What they're going to do, the broadcasters get the play before the players do. So mm. they will show what play is going to be ran on the screen Ooh. before it happens. Okay, that's nice. So like you'll like meet, you'll that. see all the routes. It'll be like playing Madden pretty much. You'll see yeah. where they're running, what they're looking to, stuff like that. It's like Madden real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which kind of nuts if I'm going to be honest. But the fans do control what they do control the like what plays being called most likely. Yep. Don't they? Yeah, yep. so they vote so on what plays and like it's like you're some playing people Madden. have more pull it's or not. It's literally like you're playing Madden. You pick what play you like. Hopefully, hopefully you your play gets picked by most people, mm-hmm. and then eh, it happens. I don't know how like maybe the coach has a last say in it. Maybe I don't know. I, maybe I like don't the, think last, really... the highest two plays, and then the coach will be like, "Okay, we're running this one out of this one." I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. I think their coach is really just there for. Like practices and stuff. Like, yeah, to like get game time. Shape. It's like I'm the hype man at game time at this point. Like I'm not calling the plays anymore. Yeah. Maybe defensively they're calling the plays, but I don't know. Yeah, they probably all have like they all have a set playbook. So like they have certain yeah. plays they can only call. Right. So exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. So they're all they're all their plays are going to be for their scheme. So that's what I would I would make it so my scheme any play the fans pick it could work exactly yeah, yeah i mean that's that would be a good scheme to have like because what if you have like a bad play in there you're like i don't know if this is gonna work in this situation they pick it ah right <laughs> like oh yeah, exactly like, oh, game. crap guys. Fourth, fourth and 20 and they pick a run play oh my god what is this you imagine? I feel like there would be people that would do that though yeah because they want to troll they just want to troll and stuff like that would be so I think that's why they have, like, some people have more pull than others. So, like, the more successful you are, the more, like, pull you have. And, yeah. like, the more you're engaged, the better. So, like, if you're getting successful plays done and you're voting the right way, I think they give you more sway when it comes to play calling Yeah. Um, than someone who's just joining and trying to troll. So, mm-hmm. I think that's how it works. Again, okay. we really tried to keep up with it last year. I yeah, don't think we would... caught a single game, but we did go through, like, standings and stuff. Okay, I never caught a game, but I watched all the games on YouTube. Like, oh, you I did? didn't. Yeah, I watched all of them on YouTube. <laughs> oh. Because, like, right. they they literally would show up on my YouTube when I was, like, just trying to watch something. And I'd be like, oh, let me watch this. And I'll literally watch all. They were good games. And it would just show the highlights. Yeah. So I just couldn't, like, I didn't know if they were on TV or, like, what are they on? Kind I know. Of like, I think they're on Twitch, but they're I'm on not Twitch. Totally oh, sure. I could watch I them on so. Twitch because I have. Twitch. Yeah, I'd be on Twitch all the time. Yeah, but anyways, I know people are probably wondering why are we talking about fans controlled football? Because it was a bit at first, and now we actually got serious about it. But mm-hmm. we'll get to the real big news, which is free agency has yeah. started for the NFL. The craziest yeah. time of year. It's like Christmas for football fans at this for point. For real, it is. Especially this year. It is Christmas. It felt like we've had Christmas. some big gifts this year. I will say, um, me not as much as Lavelle. Lavelle's got yeah. a lot, gotten a lot more presents this year, and, and um, for some, free agency Christmas. And some of them I called. One. one That's of them. true. 
Yep. And another cut. I caught a cut. I caught a cut. Yeah. So I'll you want you want to take it away with all your Christmas presents that you got, Lavelle? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So Charger started off. I don't. I think it was what it wasn't the first day of free agency. It was probably like two days before, and they trade for Khalil Mack for a second and sixth round pick. I was like, I didn't even know about it until I was like off of work, and I was actually so excited. I was like, no way, we just got Khalil Mack. Like other side of Joey Bosa. Yes, and I was like, other side of Joey Bosa gonna go crazy. Like, oh my god, it's like, it was just so crazy. I just didn't know how to feel. And then we did the podcast, what, two weeks ago, and I was talking about how Chargers were going to go for J.C. Jackson because Derwin James played with him in high school. So he all he mm-hmm. played with him in high school, and then they were at the Pro Bowl together, and I, th- I they had to be talking about it, I swear, because Derwin knows J.C.'s going to be a free agent. He's like, hey, we have a great team at the Chargers. Why not come? And J.C. Jackson? I guess at first, this is – you said this, didn't you? Um – I don't know if what? you said that. Or I read it on Twitter. I think I read it on Twitter. But um at first JC Jackson, like he like he they his agent said they Chargers had like eighty two more. He wanted eighty two mil per year or something. Oh and like gosh. yeah, he wanted something crazy. And then J C told him like, Hey, just get a deal done because I'm trying to be a charger. So he's just trying to play. Hey. I was like, Hey I definitely I was, did not say that. That was Yeah, I was like, Okay, Twitter. I definitely read that on um Twitter. I read it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But hey, I was so happy. Um, J.C. Jackson's now a Charger with Asante Samuel. I'm hoping for one more big sign. Maybe I was thinking Landon Collins was a good because he got released from the Washington. Yeah, Commanders. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mess. I almost said Redskins. Yeah, we are two names past the Redskins at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I literally was just about to say Redskins. I was like, oh wait, the Commanders. But hey, yeah, you, I want the, I wanted them. We signed two DTs. I can't remember their names. One was from the Rams. One from the Giants. Okay. okay. And then we cut Brian Bulaga, which saves us probably thirteen mil. So, R.I.P. We could draft. Bulaga, we could draft Iowa. Yeah, we could draft someone. I feel like, or we could make a big sign. Another one. Another one. I'm thinking Landon or trade. Or trade, or Ty. I don't want. I'm not gonna say Tyron Matthew because I don't think it's gonna happen. No, but I don't think it would so. be. I don't. I don't think it would happen. But it, it would be a great sign. And one of those two to add another safety to the mix would be kind of cool. And that's the Chargers yeah. for you. That's the first week. That's the first what? That's what? That's the, the first week. Really? Yeah. That was trade, week. the legal tampering period, and now the first week of free agency. So like, yeah. We I don't we technically haven't made it through a full week of free agency yet. Yeah, we have. But free agency started Tuesday, mm-hmm. right? Because free free tampering, legal tampering was Monday, and then free agency starts Monday. Mm. And so, obviously, Lavelle getting a lot of gifts. Yeah. Me not so much uh, with the 49ers. Their big one was Charvarius Ward from the Chiefs. Um, we got to sign him. That's a huge pickup at corner for us. Huge, 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 because all of our secondary is basically free agents at this point. Um, so not great. So we'll see how that goes. Um, we've lost a lot of guys. Lakin Tomlinson, DJ Jones. Um, people thought we were going to lose Drake Greenlaw for a little bit as well. I mean, we've, we're we losing some guys to free agency, which isn't good. Um, obviously, we were the best of them. But, I mean, 
Our team's looking a little rough right now, I will say. Mm. Um, so looking for that Tyron Matthews signing or a big <laughs> O-line signing. I mean, so Lyle Collins you, just got released. I, that'd be huge. That. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd that love Bobby be... Wagner or Jarvis Landry. Like, they'd be great. But, like, I think O-line is the way we need to go. So, mm. or Johnny Hecker. I mean, Johnny Hecker would be fine. He got released by the Rams, which was dumb on their part. Um, but hey, I'm sure he's a lot of money, so we can't afford it. Mm-hmm. But the biggest news, we haven't gotten rid of Garoppolo yet, which is very, very important because he was a big mm-hmm. hit to cap. We've already taken the hit now. We're past that deadline. And we had to have Kittle and I believe it was Eric Armstead they restructured their contracts to save us like $13 million. Mm. And so very worried, very, very worried um, because obviously we play the AFC West this year and all of those teams are stacking up themselves, stacking themselves up. It's kind of unbelievably. So Um, it's not fun. I'm decide I'm debating not going to this chargers Niners game anymore with Lavelle because I don't want to hear it. Oh my uh, gosh, what? I mean, no way. It's not going to be good. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Hey, um, we haven't even been past the first game yet or preseason. <laughs> He's talking about not the even free going agency to the game. period, and I'm already like, debating not going. <laughs> Come on. I want Bobby no, Wagner. I'll, I'll probably still try to find a way. So. That'd be good. Tra- that'd be good um, sign right there, Bobby Wagner. Because the Chargers yeah, need some linebackers. Need linebacker. Like, I'm. You, you yeah. guys don't need him. Bobby we Wagner instead of Khalil him. Mack for you would have been huge. Hey, actually, I think you guys would do do better for Bobby Wagner if you would have gotten Bobby Wagner instead of Khalil Mack. I feel like it would have been better for your team. I feel like if we still got Khalil Mack, we could sign Bobby Wagner right now. <laughs> I mean, yes, but we literally, I, mean, I we there's no point in trying to trade for there's no point in trying to trade for a free agent. <laughs> yeah, I, Seattle. I, I Seattle's rebuilding. Seattle's right. building. All you right. can see that. Okay. They I'm, I'm over this. They traded that boy Russell yeah, Wilson to the. Denver yep, that's Broncos. the big news there too. <laughs> Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. I feel so bad for Noah Fant though. He had mm. to struggle all those years being one of the best receiving guys on that offense ever since he got drafted, top ten. And then they're just like, "No, nah, we're going with your backup." Go have fun with Drew over in Seattle in the rebuild. See you later. Like, That's come tough. on, man. Like, you could have given him your backup tight end and stuck with Noah. Like, you've had yeah. him. You drafted him. You couldn't have just stuck it out with him. Like, he was, it he hurts. Was balling. He was balling. That's, he was I doing know. as they would thought, probably. They were probably expecting him Maybe. More. I mean, they were all kind of injury prone yeah. over there in Denver, so it wasn't great, but. I mean, a lot of them got hurt throughout the season, so I mean it was it was tough for all of them. But still, it it hurts the soul as fans, a former Iowa tight end, and myself as a Hawkeye fan, to watch that go down. So again, Russell Wilson goes to the Broncos. He is joined by Randy Gregory over there, who is going to sign back with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Then read his contract, didn't like some wording, and then went to the Broncos. Yeah. And so. He was very upset with what the Cowboys had put in there. I think it was something um, about like a contingency plan about money or something. I don't remember exactly what the exact phrasing was, but it was not good for Randy Gregory and painted the Cowboys in a bad light. 
And then they said, yeah, we put this in every contract. And so now everybody's been looking a lot closer at everyone's contracts for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Broncos get a huge defensive player in Randy Gregory because they thought they'd get Von Miller back. They don't. Yeah. Because they do Von Miller? Need... Stay in L.A. No. No. He went to the Bills. Von the Miller is a opposite. Buffalo Bill. The complete opposite. He went from L.A. shiny sun to snow. Freezing cold. Degrees, but... <laughs> yeah. Freezing cold. I don't know if he thought that. Well, he started in Denver, so I think he yeah, might be used to it, actually. He might be okay. If anything, but, L.A. was the change for him then at that point. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Maybe man, he this is like, too hot. I don't like this. I want to go back hot, somewhere cool. too hot. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that's probably how Maybe. I'd feel if I went to California. But come on. It's not that I'd bad. I'd probably be like, man, honest. I'm not used to having this nice of weather. I don't like it. This isn't good. But Bro, I also wearing, thought that about San Antonio when shorts. I went when I was in high you'd school. You'd be wearing shorts and, that and what? ended up being fine. So. You'd be wearing shorts and what? Th- like. Like, 40 degrees, know. 50 degrees. I'd be wearing pants in like 70 degree degrees. Or I'd be wearing sweats in like 70 to 80 degrees. Because I'm so used to the weather. Yeah, that's weird, bro. That's that's why that's I'm like, weird. you'll probably get here and be like, dang, I'd it's so sweating. hot. And I'd be like, it's just like 70 degrees. What you mean? <laughs> Can I have to carry an air conditioner around with me? Maybe. Just to be safe. Um, But... As we keep rolling through here, speaking of the Bills, they also signed J.D. McKissick for about two hours before he returned to Washington. (laughs) So J.D. McKissick planned on signing a two-year deal with the Bills, and then Washington said, you know what, we'll match it. And he said, all right, I'm staying, and decided to go with Washington, which I was very upset because I really wanted to talk about I told Lavelle to come with his two biggest uh, free agency picks, Normally, and then the two that had the biggest impact on fantasy. And I was going to say J.D. McKissick to the Bills was going to be one of my big ones for fantasy because J.D. McKissick is a huge receiving back, which would have been great with the Bills' offense. Mm -hmm. And it frees up Antonio Gibson to have that backfield to himself in Washington. And it's just a win-win for both guys in fantasy. But he goes back to Washington and it hurts them both. So, fantastic there. I mean... Great. Now you're def- you're not going to be able to choose who to get again. Once again, you never know. Is it going to be a Gibson week? Is it going to be a McKissick week? Who knows? So it'll be interesting to see. But it was very surprising just because he had no offers from Washington. And then the Bills said, here you go. We've got a deal. Come sign with us. He's like, all right. And then Washington's like, oh, hold up now. Oh, you're actually going to plan on leaving? Well, I thought we had a little more time, but we're going to match that deal if you want to come back to us. And apparently he liked the culture so much, uh, he was coming back. I I think a part of that culture is the quarterback they just got. Carson Wentz is now the quarterback of the Commanders. Three teams in three years for Carson Wentz, and they are paying him bank most of the time. Like they've been giving out a good amount of money for him. A lot of Commanders fans not happy. I'm surprised the Colts got rid of him to be honest. The Commanders did take the entirety of Wentz's contract, which is $28.3 million. And so that's what Washington has to pay for him along with they gave him a couple of draft picks as well. Obviously, he can turn into some picks for the Colts. I don't know if they saw how long they signed him for. 
for sure. I think it was just a year. But again, they're already paying that $28.3 million. Um, probably bound to pay more. So we'll see what happens with him. And it's all part of a deal that he had when he was with the Eagles that got traded to the Colts that got traded to the Commanders. So a lot of money for Carson Wentz instead of Jimmy Garoppolo. Just saying. Just going to throw that out there. Other than that, the Colts have been big because they have not really come after Jimmy Garoppolo yet because people think that was really the place he was going to go now. Uh, That people thought, well, since they got rid of Carson Wentz, they're in the running now. Um, But instead, Deshaun Watson has become kind of the talk of the NFL at this point for quarterbacks. So a lot of teams have been looking into him, uh, including the Colts. The Browns started to look into him as well, but they have officially been uh, eliminated kind of in that sense uh, of that running. They're not in the running anymore, which is bad news because Baker Mayfield wants a trade. The Bengal- the Browns are not going to allow it. They're gonna be like, nah, you requested a trade? Don't care. We're, we're just going to keep you here. And he already gave a, th- a farewell pretty much, a farewell thank you to the ta- city of Cleveland. Like, he hasn't even been traded yet. Nothing's happened. They just said, you know what, we're going to look into Deshaun Watson. And he's, all right, guys, thank you, Cleveland, for all of you done. Which, I mean, hey, there's been a lot of controversy around him. And it's like, okay, obviously he wants to let people know like he's ha- he's appreciated everything in Cleveland and something happens. But then you also look at the Jimmy Garoppolo situation. Obviously, I keep going back to my own team. But Jimmy Garoppolo, all season long, pretty much had in the back of his head, hey, they traded three first-round picks for this Trey Lance kid. I could be gone at any second. And you know what Jimmy Grapple did? He handled it with class. Didn't say a word about it. No thank you to the city. I don't think he's done really a goodbye to the city of uh, San Francisco and, like, the organization right now. Obviously, his ending press conference was like, oh, it was good knowing you guys, uh, like, goodbye. But he's still here at this point. And, like, he, no complaints at all whatsoever throughout that entire thing. So, I mean, I think that's kind of the biggest thing when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo and the Baker Mayfield thing. And we'll see how it goes for the Browns. I mean, the Browns will be the Browns um, as they release Jarvis Landry as well. But that was also because they traded from Mari Cooper. So Mari Cooper, no longer a Cowboy. Now he's on the Browns uh, with possibly Baker Mayfield throwing to him, whether or not Baker Mayfield maybe decides to play or what, whatever happens with him, something to monitor there. Obviously, with Deshaun Watson being quarterback on the move, obviously teams that are looking into him now uh, also include the Falcons and the Saints and the Panthers. So Panthers, Saints, Falcons, kind of the top three teams along with the Colts to be in the running for him. And you're probably wondering, well, why not Pittsburgh? Because Pittsburgh got their quarterback as well. With Mitchell Trubisky. Yes, that Mitchell Trubisky. The guy that was on the Bears was on the Bills for last year underneath Josh Allen. He's now going to be possibly the starter in Pittsburgh. He's been brought in for competition for Mason Rudolph. And to be honest, I think Trubisky's going to win that competition. I think he'll win that QB1 job. I'll be surprised if he doesn't. But I think he's got it. And it'll be... Really interesting to see how he plays out. I mean, it's a nice scheme for him as well. And 
they must have liked what they saw when he was in Buffalo, and maybe, maybe it ended up being the Bears just wasn't the fit for Mitchell Trubisky, and he could be a great quarterback now. Who knows? It's a really interesting take. I don't. We'll see what happens. So again, Falcons looking for Deshaun Watson, the Panthers, the Saints, and the Colts. But again, those teams, and you're probably wondering, well, Matt Ryan's still on the Falcons, and the Falcons have said, no, Matt Ryan have told Matt Ryan, hey, we're, we're looking into this. Um, we still have some stuff. We want communication here with you, um, and we'll see what happens. But the real problem with that, with I think Deshaun going to the Falcons, is that Calvin Ridley, uh, as many probably know, got suspended for a year for betting around $1,500 on three games in which he didn't play for the Falcons for them to win, obviously. And so the NFL suspended him for a year. Russell Gage was a free agent, has gotten signed somewhere else. And those were their top two guys. So now it's just Kyle Pitts pretty much. I don't know what would make him kind of want to go there. I've I've seen things that the Falcons might be front runners in that, uh, which surprises me a lot. I would think the Saints would be the front runners out of those groups, or maybe even, well, honestly, even the Panthers. I don't know if the Panthers have the money for that. That's the real kind of question is like, will they be able to afford him at this point? Like, I mean, Deshaun Watson will probably want a decent amount of money. So, I mean, it's kind of something to look into or see what they can trade to get him. As I know the 49ers are out of that right now. They're not a part of that search. Um, But other than that, I mean, a lot of those teams that are in the running for Deshaun Watson really haven't made any more trades. Like, everybody else has been kind of just kind of waiting to see what happens with this. And it's interesting that none. they're all like, okay, we're putting all our chips in for Deshaun Watson, and no other free agency events have really happened on those teams that have been major. And so it's something to look out for. But I did talk about earlier, AFC West, they play the 49ers, and they've been stacking tremendously. We already talked about the Chargers a little bit and the Broncos as well. Um, So let's talk about the Raiders and the Chiefs. The Chiefs signed Justin Reed at safety, but they've also started to lose a lot of guys. They just lost Byron Pringle earlier tonight as we were recording. He signed a one-year deal to be, and of course I just had it, Brian Pingle going to be Chicago with Justin Fields. He's got a one-year deal there. I think he'll be great there, especially since Allen Robinson just got signed with the Rams. And I know I'm. that's how crazy. All these things start to relate together, and we start to get off track from where we originally started, which is a great why we call this show Unfocused. But when it starts to try to connect dots, it gets things messy, we'll say, when it comes to free agency because people are moving all over the place as kind of breaking news 30 minutes ago, as I was just talking about Deshaun Watson and Matt Ryan and the Falcons, as the Falcons have pushed back the $7.5 million roster bonus due tomorrow to Matt Ryan from tomorrow to Tuesday. So they have four extra days to hear what Deshaun Watson wants to do and be able to trade Matt Ryan before they have to pay him. Which, smart. And could be interesting to see if if Deshaun might actually go there. And so 
Huge thing to look out there for the Falcons. Kind of a little bit of some breaking news. But the Raiders, again, we're going back to the Raiders right now. The Raiders, before something else happens, I want to stay on this because, again, they are stacking their team up as well. Just tonight, the Raiders trade for Green Bay Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams. So Devontae Adams, now a Raiders, reunites with his college quarterback, Derek Carr, in Las Vegas. And what else? They extended Max Crosby, and they signed Chandler Jones onto that D-line to go with him. So their defense looking a lot stronger as well. Their offense looking even stronger. Again, the AFC West kind of looking insane right now. Um, I mean, might be the toughest division in football at this point. Could the Chiefs really be fighting for second or third at this point? Could we? Can we even consider them a lock-in at one? If competition at one, maybe? Because, I mean, Chargers, kind of nasty. Play calling has been a question for them, though, so we'll see about the execution. Raiders? Something always happens to the Raiders and something goes wrong, so we'll see what happens with them. Broncos, a lot really high ceiling here for this team. I don't know if they could win the division. They could maybe get second, though. I think they could be in some high competition. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs almost seem like they're just getting weaker on the offensive side. I mean, sure, they still have Tyreek, McCole Hardman, and Kelsey, but, I mean, they're losing a lot of those backup guys that they could rotate in and would have really good production. So we'll see what happens with them. But AFC West, the division to watch this year at this point, I believe. I think it's I think it's going to be the division to watch. Obviously, NFC West is always uh, a tough division. But I think this is going to have a lot of impact when it comes to playoff time. That's That's where the big thing is going to happen. A lot of these players are moving from NFC to AFC. Like a lot of them, it seems like. And so it'll be interesting to see how the playoffs go in that regard. But also, Devontae is obviously getting traded because he said he wouldn't play on the franchise tag. So the Raiders, just a huge team, again, to look out for in that AFC West. Again, the whole thing, going to be competitive the entire time. But again, NFC looking easier and easier by the day. With... Devontae Adams leaving, though, that leaves a lot of openings for wide receiver. We've seen, like I said, Jarvis Landry. We've got Julio Jones getting released. Marquez Valdez-Scantling's a free agent. Cole Beasley's a free agent. Juju Smith-Schuster, all free agents. I mean, could be a huge pickup for Green Bay to take any of these guys. Will Fuller as well. I mean, all of them could, could be nice to have. For Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay crew. It'll be something to watch out for in the coming weeks. Um, Other teams that have made some big grabs. Tyrod Taylor has gone to the Giants. Christian Kirk and Brandon Sheriff have gone to the Jaguars. Jaguars have made a lot more moves than just these two guys. Picking up a little lower name, not really the headline guys. But they've made a lot of moves, spent a lot of money. Looking to see the Jaguars maybe do a little bit better next year. I mean, with Sheriff, they're already solidifying that old line a little bit more for Trevor Lawrence. Christian Kirk, a little bit better of a target there for them. They do lose 
DJ Chark to the Lions, however. LaVisca Chenault still on that team as well. Moving on to the Jets. The Jets signed CJ Uzma. We saw him on the Bengals last year in the Super Bowl. Big pickup for them. Along with Lakin Tomlinson, one of the better was Pro Bowl guard from the 49ers. Big free agent pickup there for the Jets. They've signed a few more O-linemen as well as I know. Our good friend Jack Wall is very happy about those pickups. That was his major target in free agency. He wanted his Jets to pick up O-linemen. And he really did not want defense. And I could probably quote him on that, that he really did not want to take defensive guys. He liked his young defense, um, really wanted to solidify the offense first. And so he gets his wish. The Dolphins' new head coach, Mike McDaniel, takes a couple of Niners with Raheem Mostert and Juwan Jennings from the 49ers. However, the Mostert trade comes, uh, signing comes after a signing for former Arizona running back Chase Edmonds. So a lot of running backs sitting around there in Miami. A couple of them probably are free agents, but we saw a couple of them last year as well. Miles Gaskin, uh, he was their, was their big guy as well. Ahmed was his, uh, the other one, I'm forgetting on the first name. Uh, for him, he was the backup to Miles Gaskin. Duke Johnson was in Miami last year, I believe, as well. Philip Lindsay was in Miami. Like, there's a lot of guys in the Miami area. I think a lot of them are free agents, but still, like, that's a lot. It's a lot of running backs down there in Miami. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with them because a lot of them are good running backs and could easily start on some teams if need be. And that is kind of really the only ones, besides, of course, the man is back. Tom Brady has returned to the NFL. He said, two months, I was hanging out with the family, and I decided, nope, I'm coming back. And I think this is my theory. Put on the tinfoil hats, people. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Tom Brady was in when he in the stadium, was at the game where he got a hat trick this past weekend. And they talked to each other after the game as one all-star to another, uh, top of their game kind of players kind of do. And Ronaldo asks him, hey, are you really done? And Tom Brady gives him the kind of emoji where it's got showing all the teeth kind of clenched together like, yikes. And it's kind of like, I don't know, I might be back. And what do you know, two days later, he's back, baby. And so Bucks get a whole lot better in that division. They just extended Chris Godwin for three years. They also picked up another wide receiver, and I'm blanking on who it was. Picked up a couple guys there as well. So a lot of guys coming back. The se- uh, Their center just re-signed as well. They did have a guard retire after seven seasons as well. Uh, Jensen was the center that came back. So the Buccaneers looking like a uh, favorite to win that division. Sucks are still in the NFC, so the Niners still have some competition there but will be interesting to watch as well. And, yeah, I think that's one of the... Oh, one more. Zadarius Smith, former linebacker for the Packers. This was going to... In the legal tampering period we talked about earlier, that Monday, says he plans to sign with the Ravens. Well, come, I believe it was today or yesterday, he says, you know, I'm not actually going to sign with the Ravens anymore. I'm not going to go there. Uh, Which is... Huge news because Darius Smith, really, really good linebacker for the Packers, was really good. Would have been huge for the Ravens. 
And now he's a free agent again. And I know BPAT wants him for the Vikings, which could be interesting. I mean, throw a little mix up on the defensive front of Minnesota, Minneapolis. I mean, could be interesting. Could be interesting. I mean, we'll see what happens there, but those are kind of the biggest free agent signings we had. I was going to have me and Lavelle kind of talk about our two most influential ones for real uh, the live football versus fantasy football, uh, but he has not returned yet. Uh, he's been having some technical difficulties throughout. We may not get him by the end of the episode, so we apologize for that. But if I had to go with my two influential, most influential uh, moves right now, I mean, I really think that it's going to be Aaron Rodgers deciding to stay with Green Bay, and it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo still being in San Francisco. I think those are the two most influential moves because, well, or not moves in Garoppolo's case that are going to have the most influence on the league. Because looking at Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, which allows the Broncos to cut him out of their plans for a quarterback, which allows them to get Russell Wilson. And so now Russell Wilson is the quarterback of the Broncos. The Seahawks now have Drew Locke and Noah Fant. So that's changed that entire scope for those two teams. Aaron Rodgers stays here. He is no now no longer an option for the Commanders. Uh, maybe the Commanders were in the running. They might not have been. But if they were, that means they decided instead, you know what, we're going to go Carson Wentz. We can't get Aaron Rodgers. We're going Carson Wentz. And so there comes that change for the Colts and the Commanders, putting the Colts now in the running for Deshaun Watson and Jimmy Garoppolo for, uh, well, against the Falcons, the Saints, the, and the Panthers, which could potentially be big for them. Uh, well, the Colts are no longer in the running. They were in the running for Deshaun Watson, actually. Uh, the Texans declined that trade offer. They're not going to trade him in division. I forgot to mention that earlier, just reminded myself somehow and forgot it earlier. But that affects that whole side there. Aaron Rodgers staying, that cost the Packers a lot of money. And they are losing a lot of guys like Zadarius Smith, Marquez Valdez-Scantling's a free agent, Devontae Adams had been franchise tag, and they said, no. He said, no, I'm not going to play under the franchise tag. And so it's kind of been... You can't really, it's, it's pure speculation at this point, kind of uh, money-wise. Is the reason Devontae couldn't stay because they paid Aaron Rodgers too much so they couldn't want it, they couldn't afford to? When some sources say, as we just I, I've seen on Twitter throughout this show, that possibly Devontae Adams was going to get paid the same from the Packers, but he just finally decided, I'm done. I don't want anything to do with the Packers anymore. I want to go somewhere else which is what one source has claimed to say that I've seen so far on Twitter as I've had it pulled up. And breaking news, 11 minutes ago, Carolina is out on Deshaun Watson. So that leaves the Falcons and the Saints, which are huge, 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 huge for these teams. I mean, either one could go for it. I mean... It's just the Saints and Falcons. I don't know. It's If I had to choose, Saints are the front runner. That's my pick right now. I think it's going to be the Saints. 
And so we'll see what happens for that. But anyways, as I was saying, Aaron Rodgers, huge, huge thing there. Now giving more of a market for Jimmy Garoppolo as well, which why that's one of my more influential ones as I have a more close tie to it um, is because Jimmy Garoppolo staying takes up a lot of cap, so we can't make as many moves here in free agency right now, which loses options on bettering the team immediately. And we have to wait to see what's left down the road. And so right now, we have to wait out the Deshaun Watson thing, uh, see if the Falcons continue to want him and the Saints want him, which means the Niners are holding out to see whether or not Garoppolo goes anywhere. Will Garoppolo now end up with the Colts that the Colts have been knocked out of the race for Deshaun Watson? Are they going to roll with what they have? Because right now the starting quarterback would be Sam Ellinger from Texas, who has not played yet, has not had uh, a lot of game time yet since he was drafted, I believe, two years ago. Or do they just hold on to him throughout this, even later into the season to see if somebody gets hurt, somebody not compete the way they want, like Mitchell Trubisky maybe. Something happens in Pittsburgh, and they're like, man, we really don't like either of these guys. Uh, let's get Garoppolo. Does something happen in New Orleans where they don't want Jameis or Taysom Hill? And they're like, you know what? We're going Garoppolo. He knows how to win. Or do we just end up holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo all season long? Like, it has so much potential to move, move him around the league that anything could happen. And the things that you could get in return, maybe you get a player. Like, maybe you trade him to the Saints and you get Taysom Hill. Or you trade him to the Saints and you get maybe, like, a corner or a, a safety or something like that. You never know. Or you trade him over to the Colts. Maybe we get DeForest Buckner back. Like, probably not. But something like that could happen in a lot of different ways. And so, it's just something to look for with Garoppolo. And I think whichever way he moves is going to play a huge impact on how that team operates, how the 49ers operate, and how teams throughout the league operate on a quarterback level and how conferences and divisions will work out. So I think that's another one that's going to be really influential. Uh, Before we finish this off as for we're getting at 45 minutes, I want to talk about the two biggest impacts for fantasy talked about it earlier I thought JD McKissick was gonna be a huge one he's back with Washington scratch all that my biggest one Devontae Adams is huge because obviously Derek Carr is gonna try to target him they're gonna look to try to maybe go away from Hunter Renfro so he'll have less um targets less share of that Devontae Adams might get a lot more might have a lot less we'll see but Aaron Rodgers his stock might go down who's he gonna throw to Who's he got to throw to right now? I mean, he doesn't have great options uh, in the backup department as of right now. I think Robert Tanyan still a tight end for them. He might be the number one guy right now uh, besides Alan, Alan Lazard. Those are the two top two guys right now. So we'll see how his he's affected by that. But I think that's the one that's really going to have a huge effect. Devontae Adams and that one kind of affects the whole Green Bay offense and the Raiders offense all in one, uh, seeing him move different spots like that. And I think another one that's going to be really bad, it's hard to say really which ones may be more, which ones might be less, because a lot of them could be really interesting to see how they work out. Um, My two, I'm I'm kind of 
kind of stuck between a lot here, but I think I'm going to go Russell Wilson of the Broncos. Going to have a really huge influence. I mean, getting a way better passer, and he's a little bit more mobile, which might take away from Javante Williams, uh, unless they go run first ground game like they kind of Seattle kind of did when they had Marshawn. And then they just let Russ air it out to Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy. Like, those three guys are great. Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick, great deep threats. Jerry Judy, a great route runner. I mean, I think it's going to increase a lot for them. And we saw them get great numbers this year. Tim Patrick was a huge sleeper this year in fantasy. I mean, there's a lot of ways that this could go over in Denver that could work out really well in fantasy. I think you could almost, kind of like the Bengals last year, you could almost take all three of these wide receivers and be viable starters, possibly, in fantasy, depending on the size of your league. I think with Russ, it just opens up a whole new avenue of ways for that Denver Broncos offense. It'll be interesting to see how that happens in real NFL football-wise and fantasy football-wise. Um, but with that, I mean, there's not much else I've got to talk about here. Lavelle not able to join back today. Uh, unfortunately, we'll see what he can do for next time. And it's kind of had a problem that we've we've struggled with, obviously, with him being in California, myself in Iowa. I knew we knew it was a problem we'd have, um, and we apologize for that. But we'll still try to bring you the best content we can throughout the rest of the spring. But with that, I bid you adieu. There'll be so much more in free agency after this is posted, probably after we record this to when it's posted. Three new things have probably popped up that could be really, really interesting to see. And so you just got to go with the motions here in free agency and just be ready for anything. Because as we've seen with a lot of these trades and signings, anything can happen. 